This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, Kieran Culkin mm. is revving it and revving it, yeah. and he's and he's really pushing the gas on the jet ski. Yeah, and he's going. I just love the way, I love the way when you hit the waves. And I'm like, Kieran, you and I both know that this is just a trick to get me to huck you tighter. Mm. How did you avoid it? Well, what I wound up doing is I had to get in the water and, and then, and I just jumped in the water and I said, unless you either let me drive, mm-hmm. which is what we agreed on mm-hmm. beforehand, yes, or unless you start driving at a speed where I can give you a gentle hug and not have to grip so tight. Mm. Because you know, I'm my I've had that forearm surgery. Well, I got metal put in there. You can't give big huggies. You can only give gentle huggies. Well, I uh, yes, I Be- need to for give them a gentle because huggy. you'll hurt that you'll slice them. Yes, because I do have sort of a blade that comes out of the inside of my forearm now. Mm-hmm. If I if I it's triggered strain by, it tight enough. Yeah, well, if I squeezing. completely stress those muscles, now a blade comes out from the mm-hmm. inside. So if I were to clothesline someone, yes. I literally would chop their would head clean their off. Head. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'd hope I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Especially to a friend. Kieran. In a, uh, yes. In a hugging situation. Well, and it's, people don't understand the danger involved in getting a big hug from me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, that, and that's what's so hard. And so, I, yeah, I jumped in the water and, um, and then I wound up having to slice up a shark and an octopus who wanted to try to attack me. Hey, hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook and Insider's Guide to Kicking Butt and Dropping Names in the Red Carpet Line Back Hallways of this industry we call showbiz. What up, what up? We're going to go on a rant. Something. This is something we do from time to time. It's if another one of our classic if rants. If you'll forgive us, we are about to go on a rant, and this is another one about a company. And can I say first mm. that we hate to get off on a rant? Yes. And, and I... And I know that most people, and traditionally rants are something that when someone's ramping up into them, they say... Oh, I'm excited to to do one of my rants. Here comes one of my rants. But Hayes and I take a little different tack where we go, <laughs> we don't want to get off on a rant here. It's not fun for us. Uh, and it's not really fun for anyone else. It's more of a, an obligation mm. but we, out of a sense of duty rather than to actually entertain somebody. It can be scary to be around. Especially when it is there are people's jobs involved and things like that when it is – uh, when we do it against a company, and it's been a little while since we dismantled a company. Mm-hmm. I think you've heard a few less—I don't want to say it—but Cards Against Humanity ads lately. Yes, and you've noticed they're not advertising on our show anymore, and that's because they're not a company anymore because we did destroy them. We went on a couple rants against them, and they ended up not advertising us anymore because they didn't have any more money because they weren't a company because not enough money because they can't sell funny cards now and because now, we told the truth they don't get to be a company and anymore. now you don't get to be and one you can't run ads on our show if you aren't a company and so that's punishment enough and so what we want to talk about today is not a funny cards company mm-hmm. but it may as well be mm-hmm 
because it's a funny list company and mm-hmm. a company on the internet. And that's pissing me off. BuzzFeed has been putting us on all these lists. And the problem is when we go to look for ourselves to see what we're doing in the news – and we'll put, type our names on the internet. When I have my cousin Sam do my Googles for mm-hmm. me, and he does Googles of me and Hayes, I want to come up what movies I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to come up, oh, 10 celebrities who can beat up Superman. Yes. And who are probably really good in bed and definitely really good in bed. And then I'm on this list all over the place. Yeah. it's Guys, we don't want to see ourselves on a list of like, Ten old guys who you'd like to see do a POV porno. We're not doing any POV pornos. And Kirk Douglas is not going to do any POV pornos. Oh, and P.S.? Superman's a good guy. Yeah. So why am I beating him up? I mean, that's so insulting. To say that you could beat up Superman is to say that you have a problem with your morals, that you would actually be capable of beating up somebody who is good and be a supervillain like Doomsday. Yes, yes. It's basically calling us Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And that guy was ugly. Yes, he was so spiky and such a nasty beast. Now, Hayes brings up a good point. Kirk Douglas isn't going to do any POV pornos. And you know who else isn't going to do any POV pornos? Sir Ian McKellen. He doesn't want to do any of that stuff. He wants to do real movies, and he doesn't want to do POV pornos for your sick pleasure. And I don't think he wants to see an artist's rendering of what it would look like for him to do POV porno when he has my little cousin Sam do his Googles for him. No. And something else, can I say, you know, sometimes we're looking at these together, these results, and when you see a list that's like 12 uh, pairs of guys I want them to do a big kissy right now, it can be very, you know, it changes the whole tone of Sean and I are trying to have a business meeting, and it just like it 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 it, it sets it off on this course that is difficult to sort of recover. Well, from because I mean, when you read something, and like let's that. and let's clear the air because it looks like when you read that headline and you're sitting next to a haze, mm-hmm. and you turn to him like, I've just read the headline, now I'm making eye contact with you. He thinks I'm asking, do you think we should do that? Right, and I'm doing the same thing just because I'm looking and saying, are you even seeing this? Yes, but are you even seeing this? That face, yeah. you know, w- with people who are so expressive like us, mm-hmm. can sort of be a face that kind of seems like, should we just do this? And when we do the computer, Sean and I both need to see the screen. So the computer's on my lap. Sean is kind of between my legs with his head between the computer and me so he can see. Yes, so we can I'm both sort of, see at the same I'm time. I'm tucked up against his chest, the back of my head. And mm-hmm. so when I turn to look at him, my chin is coming right underneath his chin and he's looking down at me. And so if you can picture it the way our heads are positioned, it would be a pretty romantic kissy you know and so you read something like two guys who I'd love to see do a big kissy and right it's now. us and yes right why now why didn't it say right now yeah why doesn't it say like at some you know at some mutually agreed upon it's time when they're not in the middle of do, business that, that you want to do it at some point you don't have to say right now in your list now I understand that you got you know Kellen Lutz and Max Greenfield to do it and that's fine and then they made a, you know, a Instagram video or whatever the 
hell these techno freaks are doing mm-hmm. on the internet. But but that's no reason to pressure me and haze. If we want to do a big kissy, we'll do it on our time. And we don't, I don't think. Am I right? Are you what are I don't know what you're saying. No, I'm not saying it's that. It's either at here all. nor there. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying I don't want to see the list anymore. The thing that you have to think about when you look at a list like that is like, what's the cost if you don't do it? And they don't say. They don't say if somebody's going to be in trouble or if Mm. somebody's going to get sick. You don't know who's like putting the list together saying, I want you to do this right now or else what? Yeah, the right now, I'm like, oh, is this because of somebody's like trapped and this is going to set them free? Somebody could be trapped. And so- we don't know if somebody is trapped, and we know that the cost of actually doing it is not so high. No. And we don't know what the cost of I mean, not doing it it's is. It's not the best thing in the world to do. No, no. But there could be worse things. Sure, there definitely it's could be. It's not my be. favorite thing to do. No, no, it, no. And it's not my favorite either. Uh, you know, there are lots of other things I'd rather be doing. Please, please, so much. I am getting right now really into um, uh, cave swimming, and I just love oh, there's so these much beautiful limestone caves down in Tulum, and, and I just think that it's just such a magical – I think they're caused by meteors or something, and – that's something I love. Now, but do is that ever... an environment to do a big kissy? I, I don't know. You're swimming in the limestone cave. That's that's not the point. So basically, BuzzFeed, you can buzz off. Mm. And unless you want to be friggin' uh, chicken feed, because I ground you up and fed you to my chickens, which, by the way, Hayes, you were asking, are doing better. They all had gotten some disease. and Yeah, uh, they were all tipping over. Yes, they were falling over on their side, and I couldn't get them to right up again. Mm-hmm. Um, their legs had uh, just become stiff. And just, yeah. And had so become completely stiff. Firing eggs into the wall. Yes, and uh, I got hit with an egg. Uh <laughs> Right in the stomach. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Ooh, I yeah, said. Yeah. Um, but anyway, idea. the chickens are doing. But unless you want to become chicken feed mm-hmm. instead of buzz feed, um, you need to buzz off. Have I said that? Yeah, and that's Sean <laughs> saying that. That I. Uh, that's actually not something I'm personally willing to say. I don't feel positively about this situation, but I, I that that is not how I would phrase it myself. Okay, and stop screwing up our Googles. Boy, we have such a fun and great guest today. Zoe Jarman is here from the Mimby Project, and uh, and now she's doing and writing on, t- on TV, and she's going to talk with us, the boys, on Hollywood Handbook. Hollywood Handbook. Um, can I hear myself? Can I hear the... I don't know, can I? Seems like oh. no. Is that better? Is that better? Well, I mean, I can hear myself. Perfect. But is it better or worse when you have your headphones on? Um, Are your headphones blocking your ears from hearing yourself? Or Okay, it makes it better. It amplifies your voice. Is it amplifying my voice? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Okay. I just feel like I have headphones on. Yeah, but does sound come through the headphones? (laughs) Um, I guess so. Yes, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Wow. 
How how loud is yours up? Sam, this is we should be recording this. I mean, that's <laughs> insane. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. It's headphones wise? I can't tell because I'm to hear myself yes. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good then. Okay. It just doesn't feel like the microphone. It doesn't feel like I'm super in the microphone, but I also don't know like well, the microphone one thing is, is over there. Right. Yes, you are pointing your head way away from it and turning it. Maybe I need it like this? Or does it matter? I mean you want to put it in front of your mouth. Yeah. Okay. I mean I can hear myself. <laughs> so, I, I think there's no problem. Okay. Yeah. Good. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. No. No, I, it, no, I, it I, is I, Sam's fault. So I look down the aisle and I'm like, that's Asher. Mm-hmm. Raw. Yeah. And he's buying freaking... Toilet paper. Wow. And I was just like, I'm sorry, I have to tell this story tonight, you know, because we're going to the same game night. Yeah. And did he say, <laughs> okay, tell it? It was like, I want you to tell it. It's funny, or he oh, said, don't tell it. Or oh, he said, don't tell he said, it. Don't he was firmly it. on the don't tell it side. Oh, he said, you don't want that. Oh, yeah. And he, no, he don't want that. And he, because he, you know, is using it to clean up. You know, so do his, bathroom yeah, stuff. Do his business. And yes, well, yes, that's what it's for. Yeah. And he's buying it, like, just in the store, like, in front of everybody. Mm. And so um, then I was like, I'm going to tell it. And then I start running, and he starts chasing me. Yeah. And then he's going to catch I, you, and he said, don't. He's, you know, I said, don't catch me, mm. but he still wants to. So then I stop, turn around, and I say, fine, you caught me. What are you going to do? Do about it. Mm-hmm. And he cocks his fist back to take a swing. Yeah. And he looks at me, and I see him realize this isn't going to go well. Yeah. yeah. Already too late. Yeah. And he just had to be like, okay, tell the story, man. And mm-hmm. I didn't. Hey, welcome to the Hollywood Handbook and Insider's Guide to Kicking Button, Dropping Names in the Red Carpet Line, Back Hallways of This Industry We Call Showbiz. What, what up, what up? What to, up, what up? Uh, uh, to our listeners and to our great guest, and Zoe Jarman is here. Hello. And <clears throat> she's from the Mimby Project, and she's, <laughs> and, she's, and she's doing writing on Workaholics now. That's true. And she has done acting on, on stage. And she's an actress, and she is a writer. Zoe, there's you, and there's Zoe Saldana, and there's Zoe Kazan, Uh and which one is which of them? That's an interesting question, because when your name is Zoe, you just get compiled into one person. Yes. So I'm glad you asked. Mm -hmm. Um, But within the Zoe category... There are all these different people, and it's basically almost impossible to discern which is which. Mm-hmm. You have to take a who who? class Zoe 101. Who is who? Whom mm. is whom? Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoe Saldana is uh, probably the lithest of all the Zoes. Mm-hmm. That's mm. how I'd uh, make her out. Don't you say that. Don't you sell yourself short like that. I'm live. I'm just saying that. I think you're that... so live. Thanks, Sean. Yes. I know that I'm live, um, but Zoe Saldana, you know, she got her start in 
center stage. Is that true? Mm-hmm. You all have probably seen the movie about like ballet circus? on repeat. No, mm. it's a movie about ballerinas. Mm, Black Swan. At the yeah. circus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, at the circus. At the circus we call New York City. And that is so <laughs> true. <laughs> but why explain that? So, because yes, I for do anyone who has it, not everyone has been to New York who listens. Yes, uh, sure, yes sure, so, sure. But I do okay, know why it can. is a circus. Yes, it is. It can be. We all know why it's a circus. Yes. Oh, the zoo and but what there. else? You know better than the me. Zoo yes. Is there. Yes. Yes. The, the subway. Zoo. The subway is like it's like the hallway to the zoo. Yes, it is. Yes. It's like the path leading to the zoo that is lined with Well, the zoo, zoo halls, yes, yes. Where you when you're on your way there. Yeah, yeah. And then all the there are all the very tall buildings and you can't see very far and it's just people are coming and going and Yeah, and don't try um, to feed them peanuts, you know, no. you might lose no, your hand yeah. because they're yeah. maniacs. It's yeah. like it's a big They like pizza talk. and that's it. Yes. Only feed them pizza. Mm-hmm. Yes. They love pizza. Right. They say, mm, nom, 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 thank you. So amongst that, um, in that sort of, that's the location for the movie that Zoe Saldana be, is probably the livest in. Mm-hmm. She plays an actual ballerina. Mm. Yeah. But you walked in here doing those backflips where like your feet don't even leave the ground when your hands are touching yes hand hands backwards overhead and then yes the feet are also on the floor and then you kick up and and over now now it's feet's turn then it's the feet's turn to go up over the head Mm -hmm. well i always narrate when i'm doing gymnastics or any sort of aerobics Mm -hmm. well and you are and it is and that is an educational experience and you are something of a teacher and you have yeah. Teachers of blood in your veins. I and do. You, mm-hmm. And so you're always educating, okay, now it's the feet's turn and people can uh, learn from that. Now mm-hmm. it's the feet's turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and the thing that it's sort of an insider secret about acting is, you know, when you go to your acting class, it's sort of like being given like a mantra mm-hmm. where uh. the teacher decides, okay, Zoe – you're going to act with your mouth. Mm. Every actor has a different Lucky. part of their body. Lucky choice, assigned. though. Mm. Lucky choice to yeah. get the mouth because yeah. you do have to do a lot of words in a lot of these shows. Yes. Right. And so, so if, if you're you- a mouth actor, it's sort of like that's what that's what you're hoping for. Like the sorting hat, you're hoping for what? What is it? Gryffindor. You're hoping you'll get put in, into Gryffindor. Mm. You know in Harry the Potter space. movies? Oh. No. Wow. In Harry Potter, mm-hmm. you go to Hogwarts, you show up at Hogwarts, and all the students have to put this hat on Yuck. their head. <laughs> A Hogwarts? <laughs> who would want to who would want to go in that? No, 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 no. It's actually this epic, very elegant castle school. Well, and it's sh- not let's a change the name. Well, you're right. Call it Castle School. Okay, in Castle School. Now that I'm want I want to go to. Okay, I'm well, in. What are we doing? You're learning how to be a wizard. All right. Uh-huh. Sounds a little scary. Well, let me I'm, at least scary. move into my room and stuff first. Okay, you've moved into your room. You have all of your dorm equipment. Mhm. 
you've moved into your room. But am I allowed night, to have a hot plate or no? No hot plate. Uh uh-uh. uh No, because you have a really really nice uh, dining hall where the food is really good. So you is it open? What are the hours like? I yeah. think probably because sometimes I have hours. practice. No, no, not twenty four hours because at night everyone has to be asleep in their dorms because that's when a lot of mischief. Happens. I'm sneaking out, yeah. You sneak out. I'm sneaking out. The janitor, the old janitor, you're trying to sort of like make sure he doesn't see you. He's the only mm-hmm. one walking the halls. Mm. So you do have to get your eating done probably before like, I don't know, 10, 30? I don't want yeah. everybody to see me eat. Are you sure I can't have a hot plate? I don't want to eat in front of everybody. You know, you could try to have a hot plate and see if they find it. And I can just do a food spell anyway, so. That's that's the other thing. You're going to have your baton. Mm-hmm. Your or your It's wand. just so noisy when no, I it's eat for me, and I don't for me it is a baton. <laughs> it's a baton. I don't want everyone staring at me because yeah, it's so I'm, noisy. I'm flipping it around and I'm catching it and I'm doing all sorts of tricks. Yes. And for me, it's a yardstick. And I'm sure. like, and I wish it was nicer. You know, I've got like could this yardstick. Could you get yourself a, a nicer yardstick at this point? Well, I wish it was just a nicer... You're going to the premiere. Well, no, it's a bad school. yard. You wish it were a nice yardstick. Like, well, I would like a nice one, yeah, but it's a bad one. Well, I'm not even sure it's accurate. It's it. That's say, a yard. It's a to say it's a yardstick is like really it just came from your yard. It's misleading. Yes, no, it's <laughs> not true. a measurement device. Oh no! Oh, I was thinking you had yourself a yardstick from like. The one that, that actually is the official measuring device. That measures a yard? Yeah. No, no, no. It's because just it's from just a, a yard. From and I yard. wish it was from my yard. My yard's actually pretty well kept. This is from one of uh, one of the yards that I was in that wasn't very nice. Whoa, you have a yard that has zero sticks in it? No, his has nice No, sticks. I have nice ones. I wish uh, I could get one of those, but yeah. But he wasn't in that one. are you allowed to take a stick from your own yard? Eh. Well, my dad was in the military. That explains it. Yeah. Yep. So he's pretty strict. Right. But once you're at back, once you're at Hogwarts. Okay, yes. Yeah, so let's get back to this is castle school. Castle school. That's much better. You guys are much happier about that. Once you're in castle school, you're there. You might have a less desirable yardstick than other people, but isn't that just life? Yeah. Mm. But then Well, that- it's giving my hand a rash. <laughs> Well, then that might be an actual problem. I think so, yeah. My hand's all swelled up. And uh, those leaves on it, and the dining hall's closed, that's all you have to eat. Yeah. And it's hurting my stomach a lot. Maybe it's the leaves that you're eating that's giving you a rash on your hand. I don't think so, because I've got the rash all over, too. (laughs) I think there's... Zoe! Yeah. When you say, mm-hmm. now it's the feet's turn. Sure. Isn't that also sort of like a mantra for women in Hollywood these days? Yes. Now it's the feet's turn. For so long, women has mm-hmm. been the feet's. And, <laughs> and men has been the hands and the head. Right. But and when you do your right. backflips, yeah. you're saying, yeah. now the feet's are on now top. The feet's are on top, baby. Alternating with the hands. Alternating, you still have to alternate, and that mm-hmm. is just has that's just life equality because gravity exists, equality exists, mm-hmm. and yeah, it is this new experience for women. Now the mm. feats is on top. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. Pete's turn. Speaking of gravity, have you guys watched Cosmos? <laughs> um, no, I actually haven't seen Cosmos, and I yeah, know that that's an yeah. unpopular position. The star is this alien who's like from space, right. and he's telling us all about space that he comes from. And but he, he looks like looks, a human, right? No. Oh. No, 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 no. I almost want to say I almost want to say don't watch. He looks extremely weird. If you are expecting a human, good luck sleeping after you see what's really on. Oh, and I'm almost serious. It's I'm terrifying. Saying don't even. It's a do, li- yes. Don't even look at it. But what if I want knowledge about uh, the outer space, the cosmos area? Ask, ask Hayes. Hayes. Well, then I guess just be listening and turn your brightness all the way down. Mm. Or put like a piece of paper over the TV. Over your eye, yes. Over the TV. Or over my eyes. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah. sorry, we were talking about women in Hollywood. I just. Yes. No, no, no. I'm used to the conversation go- turning to women in Hollywood and then turning away from it just sort of organically. Oh, yes. and it can be uncomfortable sometimes to talk about women in Hollywood yeah. because mm-hmm. we are getting kind of a nasty surprise in a way. People mm-hmm. who are um, married to the old models yes. and sure. who didn't want things to change. Yes. And let's face it. Women are funny. We've known that. They can be funny, and we've oh, known yeah. that for quite some time. Yes, that mm-hmm. – But the real surprise, I think, that we found on TV and movies is women can be quirky. That's right. That's what's really going on. We've actually – Speak on that. People are confused that – you know, people are saying – Oh, we didn't think women were funny. We didn't know women were funny. That's actually a myth. We've known for a long, long time. This is yes. the beginning of time that women are funny. Since Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Well, from before, even before Bridesmaids. Did you see Bridesmaids? Yeah, I did see Bridesmaids. Mm. I really like that movie. But, you know, right around that time, what we started finding was that we knew women could be funny while they looked pretty. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, we knew women looked could be funny if their hair was done and they had beautifully done makeup yes, and that they woman, were, yes. you know, at their their target goal weight. Mm-hmm. That we all we know that. But now we know, we're starting to know that women are actually can be offbeat quirky funny mm, without yes. any you know of that extra that sort of Facade. And are you like to do that sometimes? Uh, sure, yeah. What are some kinds of ways you what and you do that? <laughs> um, I like to. I like to. Uh, I like to not wear high heels. Mm. Not wear the Zoe. wonder bra, and not wear the hair. Zoe, no wig? No wig. <laughs> and, and you're I go still doing out, comedy. And I go out and I do comedy. People don't like it at first. People are like, oh, my eyes. Oh, I can't even look at the woman. Yeah, they're watching Cosmos. <laughs> right. They're covering up their eyes because co- they think it's Cosmos. And I'm like, Cosmos is over. Now it's me. It's me doing comedy. And they're like, okay, I'm going to open my eyes. And then they're like, oh, this is so unappealing to look at. And I'm angry at you. Mm-hmm. I'm angry at you for not making yourself into the thing that I want to look at. And then Throwing Wonder they give Bras me another, your way. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm throwing them on to I'm stage. Just, yes. I'm being I'm being just clocked in the head with Wonder Bras, with lipstick tubes, and with wigs, with wigs, and I'm saying no, 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 no. Just give me Which another like minute. Which is very scary. If somebody throws a wig on stage, it could look like a hairy octopus. Definitely. And I've been very scared by that before. Me too. Yes, I had I've had that happen. And then I have to remember, and I also think that if there was a hairy octopus that existed, which there I'm sure is, mm-hmm. well, there's parts of the ocean that yeah. we don't even it's we don't even know. We've only They're seen one so percent. We've only of the seen ocean. one tiny we've part of the one percent of the ocean, mm-hmm. and this is math, right? And we've only and we've only ever seen one percent of yeah. it. And we can't even yeah. get boats into big parts of it because they're pretty sure there could be sea monsters. And there is yeah. – it's so – and sometimes it's – and when it's so deep, there can be no light. Right. So you wouldn't even be able to see what was down there if you were there. There's no light Because it see. can't travel. Nope. And light only can travel to a certain point and then it stops. Mm-hmm. And yeah. since man has been mm-hmm. looking up – for so long. Yes. At yes. Cosmos and that. Mm-hmm. There, we're not used to looking We didn't down. remember uh-huh. mm-hmm, that actually we've only seen 1% mm-hmm. of the ocean right. and we got to look down at the down. water and even go in there. Down from a boat, not and, down and, from. And my thing, and I've, email, and I've sent this email to some of the government, is we should put lights on a fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they are doing that on some of them. They're starting to do that. Here's the th- weird thing is that fish are so fed up with us not knowing what's happening down there that they are already growing lights on themselves. Mm. They're like, come saying, on, Hello. human. I have developed this light thing on my forehead over years and years so that you can see down here. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. doing the work for you. Just just like, look, just open your eyes. And isn't that a nice metaphor for women in Hollywood? It is. Yeah, we is are... That- we are the we are the fish at the very very bottom of mm-hmm. the deepest parts of the ocean that are yeah. like hey ones I'm eat. doing the work and well it's bugs and on the floor yes and now but you've started to grow your own lights yeah and so that you oh, can shine what a beautiful metaphor and have your own you know TV shows dang I wish I had said that Sean you just oh said a beautiful metaphor well look <clears throat> it's we what can... I was thinking it's what we were all thinking but I I'm glad that a man said it. Yeah. It doesn't matter who said it. You're right. You look pissed off. <laughs> I mean, you look really freaking pissed. If you, because you, you guys at home can't see my face right now. Sean and is. And you're shaking fist. Sean is observing something that's happening, which is I'm really angry. I'm really angry. I'm <clears throat> being interviewed by men. I'm a woman in comedy, mm. and they're speaking for me. You're speaking for me and you're saying things that I would like to say, but you just said them first chronologically in time. Mm. And now they've been said. Mm. And isn't that nice that men, instead of, we used to just speak for ourselves. And now we are taking the time to speak for women as well. And we can speak for everyone equally. And one thing I say is, hey, listen up. Listen up to these women, you know? Yes. And for men to finally be saying here's, that, I think say, women will get hurt. Here's what these women are saying. Finally. Yes. Finally. Yes. Well, it's true. Before, you were sort of like, hey, you see these women? You see them? Don't see them and don't listen to them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now you're going, hey, you see these women? 
just see him. Look at him yes. and pay attention to him. Maybe listen to him because what... they also have legitimate things to express. So he, is it very funny to confuse the terms women's suffrage with women's suffering? Is that a funny joke? That joke goes way back to the beginnings of women's voting's, voting's abilities. And I think it, it was probably a joke that really went over back when women's were getting the rights to votes. Mm. <clears throat> and is – okay. And speak on that. Well, back in the year that women were working on getting their own vote, um, the term suffrage came about. And that is a word that is derived from a, a Latinate word meaning to shout – Zoe, I changed my mind. Don't speak on that. Okay. So when you say that joke- I'll speak on whatever you ask me to speak on. Because <laughs> I'm still in sort of a, um, you know, this sort of patriarchal You're still growing your li- – you're still growing sure. your fish light. Yeah, yeah. I'm a young fish. <clears throat> Zoe, does, you likes to do a play. Uh, oh, Yeah. And the people who are listening to the show, mm-hmm. it would be helpful if you could sort of explain what that is. What a play is. Mm-hmm, because they sure. hear that and they think like... It's like a pun, like a play on words. Well, they think of it as like a game oh. where they're like poking something that's dead. Sure. You know, sure. like, oh, this this like, is play? Like child's play. Yes, this is, I'm play. I am play. I poke the big bug. I poke the bug and that's a play. Yes, that's, I'm play. Well, that's, yes. For a lot of, unfortunately for a lot of the country, that is a play. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that is so. But, but at least they're doing something. But what, is, what does, when it's you're doing it, Yeah. what do you mean? Classically, play is meant to um, represent when humans Mm -hmm. are uh, live, in person, Mm -hmm. acting out a story. Mm. And they do this, maybe, in some of that that circus you talked about before. Sure. New York. Yes, they absolutely do. I mean, that is the headquarters of play. Mm. That's where most play happens. And it's not in Washington, D.C., no, no. I mean, they have play there, but that's more politicals plays. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. I'm talking about yes. drama, dramatic play mm-hmm. plays. And and you like some of them, sure. And what are they? What kind of plays do I like? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I like you know, I like some some Shakespeare's mm, uh, yeah. of. Shakespeare's plays. And I'm going to – I just want to get ahead of this. Sean – You want to go ahead and explain this? No. This – you when you mention his name, Sean has some opinions on this that are not necessarily the the kind of things that we want to do on the show. And so before – If you don't really – Okay. If you don't really want to know the truth about it. Before you even get – Started. But this is but this plays in exactly to what we're talking about. 
Uh-huh. Because <laughs> Queen Elizabeth wrote those plays and had to publish it under a man's name. And we know that he didn't. And if you've seen Anonymous, we know that he didn't write it. Right. And so in order for people to buy the plays and see them and watch the tickets and do and be happy and have all the laughs or cry when the people are uh, eating the poison, they need to have a man's name on it so that they could watch it and not um, be upset. And actually, Shakespeare didn't do it. And so, you know, Hayes wants to say that that's not the place of the show, but is an educational show. And I don't think this is the same as when I talk about how religion is the cause of most wars. And Hayes doesn't want to hear about that. But religion is the cause of most wars and has killed more people well, than any no, one disease. And people want to talk about this. To what Ebola we were just outbreak. About. And it's like, There's, how about the religion outbreak? Can I just which stop is, you, Sean, from speaking? Because I'm furious again. <laughs> Viewers, listeners at home. You've made Zoe furious. I'm oh shaking. I'm trembling with anger. Because once again, you revealed, you spoke, you were the mouthpiece for a woman before I got a chance to do it, before another woman. Because that queen actually did write those plays. Oh, no. And she's, you think the same stuff? <laughs> Sean and I are, Sean and I are just speaking about. This is my about, nightmare. We're just talking about the truth here. Oh, no. How come, okay, if Shakespeare really wrote it, then how come we don't know where he's buried? Right. And how even come? think about, and maybe it was the queen and maybe it was this other earl, but either way, it definitely wasn't him. What did they do? What do you what do you think they did with his body? Oh, you're so brainwashed by the friggin' republic craps and the friggin' libtards in this country that you just don't even want to ever look beyond the very surface level. Scratch the paint. Scratch the paint and you see that down underneath the first couple layers of paint, you've got what the you've got actual wood. You have the actual source material under the paint, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking about how Queen Elizabeth the first, the first, she did. She wrote it first. She wrote it first. She said it best, and she wrote it first. Queen Elizabeth the first one to the first one was Queen Elizabeth was the first one to do it. That's actually what the the. The, the what is it the numbers the demarcation is about yes Queen Elizabeth the first, first that's Queen Elizabeth just the first, first one to write the play Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth the, the second one to write, to write the play, play. hmm well I don't think that's what it is at all well but we saying about plays oh, agree to disagree friend and don't you think that plays we could just plays what what's so good about them mm. we want to encourage. Uh, us people in this country to have cultural experiences and to experience storytelling and feelings about them. We want to relate to each other Mm -hmm. and plays is a great way to do that. And it's inexpensive. It doesn't require any equipment and you can get people to get into a space Yes. Get them next to the players. Which Getting is the out and actually dish. being in a place and talking to each other and yeah. not just dialoguing, not using a text and looking at well, the phone. Well, no. And not just looking at a phone. Mm-hmm. Not just looking at a phone, uh, but watching other humans 
do something, I'm going, this is the, my priority for the next hour is to mm-hmm. watch these humans acting out things and, that maybe I do in my life. And mm. the immediacy of live theater, you know? Yes. Because it's... Yeah. Well, there's because no net. There's no net. Exactly. Well, you're up there. It's not like movies. No, because movies you have take two. Yes. I mean, you could do a you take, take two. two. You have yes. take three. You take, have take four. Take five. Take six. I, only take two takes on my set, but yes. Oh, okay. Um, you Yes. And there's is, no net, so nobody can catch you with it. Mm-hmm. No one can try to capture you. It's no, you like can run free. Where yes. there's the high line mm-hmm. that people walk across where there's a net underneath. Yes, there's and if you fall into no it, yeah, you're trapped. If you fall into it, you're, you're trapped yes, in a like net. it's like Spider-Man's mm-hmm. net. Yes. You're trapped, and that's the end of your career. Mm-hmm. That's what that does in the circus. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a, and there's no, you know, dog catcher. Right. Well, mm-hmm. there could be a dog catcher in that well, he particular could chase story. You with a net. He could chase you with a net. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, yes. If the play's about a dog catcher, sure. But that would be a prop net, and I could rip that to shreds. <laughs> So you could never mm-hmm. catch me with that. Right. So right, right. Hayes is right. There's a lot of freedom. A real net? But a real net? Oof. You couldn't I've seen you try shreds. to get out of a net. When you got caught that once. Yes, that one well, time. I'm able to dislocate my shoulder to escape from a straitjacket, and I thought that mm. would work with a net. And Mm-mm. what it did really was it just really hurt very bad. Yeah. Well, and because I'm, the net is all encompassing. Well, it's not yes. sleeves. That's one thing I learned. <laughs> it certainly isn't, unless, you know, you got a cool mesh shirt on. Yes, oh, like that wearing is, a net. Okay. That is like a, a sleeves mesh is a net. Tank top, but extended into one that has sleeves, mm-hmm. where you might wear it out. Mm-hmm. To yes. look cool. But I'll tell you, I wouldn't be trying to escape out of that. Mm-hmm. No, you'd I'd be trying to, to make sure it. everybody saw me. Yeah. Now, we talked a little bit about theater and how exciting it is, the immediacy of it. Yeah. I wonder if the three of us can actually do theater right now. Oh, we Just to show can. people who are listening how oh. play happens and sure. have the experience of seeing. A play. And put down yeah. the stick and stop poking that dead bug, and you can mm-hmm. actually come join us in this sort of, you know, circus of the mind. They right. used to have that where the train would be coming through town, mm-hmm. and the actors would stand on the back of the train, and they would mm-hmm. do the play for people to run behind the train and watch and watch the show. Yeah. And so this it is also, sort of like that. That was the very first sort of uh, fitness mm-hmm. initiative. Mm-hmm. And that was the first like, Snowpiercer as well. Get off your asses. Yes, and yeah. this to- is a class system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most rich people in the front of the pack because they're also in the best shape, mm-hmm. and they're running. They have the best view, and then the poorest people, who are also the fattest, yeah. are the very back. They have to try and lasso the train <laughs> and ride a skateboard with a, with a very. That would be a very strong lasso. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that this is a great idea. Okay. Well, let's do it right now. Okay, and then Zoe, will you just tell us the title of the yeah, play? Yeah, what's the name of the play? The name of this play is um, Old Men with a Dog. 
Oh, so there might be a dog catcher it in sounds this one. Old men with a dog? <laughs> They're all sharing it, huh? Just sounds like <laughs> disparaging about all of us, but all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, well, we'll do it. No, Hayes, you're missing the whole point of the play. Okay. A play never actually means anything. It's not, ref- it's not reflecting directly. That's true. What, Plays don't mean anything. <laughs> what, what's happening in real life. Well, I know that. And also. But sometimes it's tricking me. They are meant to trick you. But. They're meant to trick you into thinking that they're about something. But we can do that. Okay. How about this? Old men with an imaginary dog. Okay, that sounds like a... Yes, that makes me feel better. Hmm. Okay, and we're doing the play, and the lights are on, and we skip the music part. The overture? Mm Mm-hmm. Which happens in musicals. Yes, but we're skipping it. Or there maybe is none. Well, that's what I'm saying, because we're going to skip it. Perfect. And it skipped, and then Hayes is doing the stage directions now. Yes. Somebody's knocking on a door. Let me in, Beatrice. I'm coming, I'm coming. You've left me out in the cold for the last time. Hold on, it's just that there's no doorknob on this door. Beatrice scampers over to the door, and she's wearing oven mitts, and there's no doorknob, so she's having a heck of a time opening. Just one more second. Just go on and turn the knob. My arms are full. Just one second. I have to get my mitt in through the hole where the doorknob was. My arms are full of these honeycombs that I've brought home. No, no. They forgot to get all the bees out. Oh, no, oh, no. Your bee allergy. Oh, look. I got the door open. Beatrice picks the lock with an oven mitt, and the door swings open the other way with a sharp kick from Oscar. And Beatrice explodes across the room with the force of the door. Oh, oh. Sorry to send you flying like that. I was just lying about those bees in that honeycomb. My big caboose was sent right over my head, my feet up over my head, and I did a flip. Well, but now I'm back on my feet. Thank thank heavens. Well, it was a good cushioning, that caboose, <laughs> when you hit the floor. The rail workers uh, told me a big piece of news about the new cemetery. Oscar lies down on the floor. They say that... Skellingtons are starting to rise out of the ground in the cemetery and cut people's heads off. Skellingtons? The the old benefactor of the town? Who's now a skeleton? Skellingtons is rising up out of his grave and Yes, Roderick Skellington. The founder of the old brass factory has now become a skeleton skeleton. Ah! One of your bees stung me in the caboose. Sorry about your caboose. Beatrice runs outside and does three very fast laps around the house. Anyway, I'm sorry I told you I was just kidding about those bees and that I made it up. They're real, and I'm sorry I had it sting you. Now, I was telling a lie about that skeleton, but except unless it wasn't a lie because it's what the rail workers really said. So you're having doubts about the truthfulness of the rail workers, but you also think that it could be true. Oh, look, our rebellious son's home. 
Oh! Scooter, the rebellious son of Beatrice and Oscar, uh, rides a BMX into the room. Scooter, I told you not to track that contraption in here. And I told you you could kiss my grand grandma. Whoop, whoop. I'm not your grandmother, I'm your mother. I gave birth to you through my own, my very own loins. Hey, if you want to get into labels, go to the soup factory. I will be going there on Monday for my shift at, at work. Okay. <laughs> Scooter feeds his bike dinner like it's an imaginary dog from the title. Come on, eat it with your tire. Come on, bike, Scooter, eat it with your tire. You know that there's a famine on. Get off he my stole back, these potatoes Grandma. From the, from the railroad workers, and there are only enough to go for the next month if we each have a quarter per day. Suddenly, an army of Chinese railroad workers <laughs> appears over the horizon. They look extremely hungry. Oh, no. The railroad workers, they're coming for us. They know that we stole the potatoes. It was only a bucket. It was one bucket of potatoes. Oh, no, they're very, they're almost stereotypically Native American derived in their, their singing, which is even more terrifying. I'm here. Hello, General. General Bill? <clears throat> yep. I, are you just passing through the the burg, the neighborhood, the tiny village? Yup. Well, it's good to see you. General Bill walks into the house and trips over Oscar, who is still lying on the floor, defeating him. Ow! Haha, we set a trap for you, General Bill. My husband, Oscar, is a genius. Yes, Beatrice. This was good what happened. And so that's the end of the play. <laughs> and that's really it. And, it's, and you see how the imaginary dog, right. Oscar sounded old, and, the, and, Bill, uh, and General Bill sounded old. Mm-hmm. Those and the so two those were two old men. Those were the two old and men. And the bike was the imaginary right. dog. Mm-hmm. But really, the star of the play was Beatrice in my mind. Yes, thank you. That's what it's meant to be. And what you don't maybe pick up on, because perhaps the play fails there, is that yeah. Beatrice actually holds a flame for both Oscar and General Bill. Mm-hmm. And I think the play does fail. <laughs> I actually did get that. <laughs> oh, okay. I actually oh. did get that she had the big hots for all of them. But you were reading the, the stage directions and it yes, was there. Yes, that was there. It's, well, it's in right. the, um, the line readings. Right, which we don't actually say it's out loud. A, yes. That's part of the play. Under Beatrice's lines it says... Randily. Randily. And I hope you got that from my performance, but that also could have been a failure on my part. Mm, I don't know if it's you, but I do think the play was very bad. <laughs> what didn't you like about it? Mm, I guess I didn't like all those Chinese guys. <laughs> well. You didn't like the the them because you thought they were bad, like. Were they bad Bad actors? guys or. They were, were they villains? Or you didn't like that they were in. The play. I thought they were being mean guys, uh-huh. and I mm-hmm. yeah, and I think that's for a different play. I, I mean, if I hear imaginary dog, I'm here to have fun, and I think feeding food to a bike that's fun, right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, and the <laughs> fact that the food then came from these guys who they have every right to be Chinese, but at the same time, do they need to then ruin the play with meanness? Well, that's a great conversation, actually. I'd love to talk about that because when they when they were defeated. Uh, I I thought that was another example of fun. When you see meanness mm-hmm. in your life yeah. and then the meanness is defeated. Can I just point out that this is the purpose of the play is mm-hmm. to incite conversation conversation and mm-hmm. reaction and anti-reaction and common ground and uncommon ground. Mm-hmm. And we want that. So maybe you actually did like the Chinese guys. Mm-hmm. Wow. I guess I guess I like that they made me think. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it, is it possible that maybe they remind you of someone in your life? Like, it does the sound of their footsteps, does it remind you a little bit of your... My mailman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all personal. It mm-hmm. all can be related back to your and life. And I guess everybody has a mailman. Yeah. In this country, yeah. we're lucky enough to all have a mailman or woman. <sighs> And does it think about you being hungry? Yeah. Do you want to be fed like a scooter dog? Mm-hmm. The leftover potatoes stolen from the Chinese railroad workers. Not right now, no, but I there was a time where, yeah, I wish every day I would wait <clears throat> by the door for the mailman to bring, you know, some potatoes or a turkey dinner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't. No, because that's not. He was bringing job. the mail, right? Well, it was always paper and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could look in the paper though and find coupons for a deal on potatoes or a turkey dinner. But anyway, it, it was it, it, and we figured out that it was a good play, and uh, I think and we, that was the consensus that mm-hmm. we all agreed on. And I think that you should like the Facebook page, rate us on iTunes, subscribe mm-hmm. on iTunes. Write a nice review. Get on the forums. Talk to us on the forums. Go all over the internet and and email your uh, aunts and uncles and tell them to start listening to the show. We we really want people to hear it and and learn from plays like this. I know I learned a lot, and Shakespeare didn't write his own work. And so, <sighs> and so I think uh, did anyone buy the pro version? Yes, Anastasia Vigo. Anastasia bought the Vigo bought the week. pro version, and as as her prize. Zoe Jarman is going to write a play about just the title of a play that's about her. What's her name? Anastasia Vigo or Anastasia, maybe. Mm-mm. Anastasia's dream life in a country house. Oh, wow. Okay. So all these titles that you've come up with are kind of boring. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. That was a HeadGum Podcast.